but then we remember the voice of truth, God's promises on my life, God's promises on your life, that I'm a child of God, a son of the king, the king of the world, who will forever reign. I was created in love, by love, and for love. He has an amazing plan for my life. Those voices of truth would say, I'm here for a reason. I might not be enough, but I'm more than conquerors through him that loved me. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd, and we want to encourage you to keep reaching higher and go further in your walk with Jesus Christ, and above all, to never ever give up, but to keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Inspired Preaching Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd. Thank you so much for joining us today. We've got an exciting message for you today. Today, we are going to talk about the blessings of being a worshiper. It is a blessing to live life as a worshiper. Thank you for joining us. You are a blessing to us. Thank you so much. If we've been a blessing to you, please consider subscribing to this podcast and then invite your family and your friends to also be part of our podcast family. Thank you so much. I sure do appreciate it. Let's jump into it right now. All right. All right, we're gonna be looking tonight at Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 23 and verse 25. It says, sing to the Lord all the earth. Proclaim his salvation day after day for great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. Amen. A lot have been said over the years about praise and worship, and we're going to talk about it today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, and we give you honor and praise and glory. Give us ears to hear the word of God and a heart to receive it. Let your word change our lives today, Lord, and I'll be careful to give you the praise for it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. A lot has been said over the years as we said before, about praise and worship. The great preacher A.W. Tozer said, Any man or woman on this earth who is bored and turned off by worship is not ready for heaven. John Ortberg said, I need to worship because without it, I lose a sense of wonder and gratitude and I plod through life with blinders on. We've said this many times on this podcast, but worship, if you're a Christian, worship is your life. It's who you are. Worship is so much more than singing a few songs at church on Sunday. When you really love Jesus Christ, it's a lifestyle. Worship is not an event or a place. Worship isn't a concert or a feeling. And we base way too much of our Christian experience on feelings. Feelings will deceive you, folks. Feelings will lie to you and lead you astray. And I can't begin to tell you how many times I've seen Christians fail because they depend on feelings and emotions. Our love and our devotion for God does not depend on our emotions or our feelings. 
Feelings and emotions come and go, but our love for the Lord Jesus Christ should persevere no matter how we feel or what is going on around us. Worship is a way of life. It's the result of our decision to exalt the Lord Jesus Christ above everything else. Let me repeat that. Our praise and worship is a lifestyle that is a result of our decision to worship and exalt Jesus Christ above everything else. Praise and worship is a realization and a reality that the Lord Jesus Christ is God and he is worthy of all praise. He does not demand our worship. He is worthy of our worship. Now, what are some of the benefits of living a lifestyle of worship? Number one, when we draw near to Jesus Christ, he will draw near to us. This is one of the many reasons that worship is so very vital to the heart of the believer. We must worship Jesus Christ on a regular basis or we won't sense his closeness and that intimacy the way that we should or could. James chapter 4 verse 7 says something very interesting. It says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he shall flee from you. Verse 8, Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Did you hear that? When you draw near to God, he will draw near to you. And what is the best way to draw near to God? Prayer and worship. When Paul and Silas were thrown into that prison, what does it say that they did? They prayed and they worshiped. That's not just something you do once in a while. That's who you are. It's a life of devotion. When you draw near to God, he will draw near to you. When we humble ourselves by living a lifestyle of worship, he comes along and he touches our life and he lifts us up. Number two today, a lifestyle of worship brings peace and freedom into your heart, brings freedom and peace into your heart and into your life that the world can't take away. When we worship, the Spirit of Christ comes into the room and moves. Paul said it this way in 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17. Now the Lord is that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. That means freedom. Worship brings peace. It brings liberty, freedom, and our worship also brings joy. Isaiah chapter 12 verse 3 says, Therefore with joy shall you draw water from the wells of salvation. Our life with God brings joy. And at various times in my own life, you know, I've gone through some tremendous trials, hardships, heartaches, some of which were people attacking me or the enemy attacking me but other things were things that i brought on myself by my own doing areas in my own life where i failed and and just missed it yet i've always tried to be a worshiper whether things have gone right or horribly wrong i've always purposed to be a worshiper i know that many of you are worshipers if you're not a worshiper change your mind today turn to the Lord. Be a worshiper. Be a person of praise. Number three today, living a lifestyle of worship brings refreshing to our soul and spirit. Acts chapter 3 verse 19. 
Repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. Interestingly, the word refreshing here is a Greek word that means to catch your breath, to get a new breath, a refreshing of breath, to be in a state of revival. God wants to refresh your life today. God wants to breathe into you new life. God wants to shower you with his love and allow you to live a life of true revival. How many of you out there can testify and say, man, I want to be refreshed in the presence of the Lord. When we live a life of of prayer and worship, dedicating ourselves to God and live a life of repentance, he said, times of refreshing will come from the presence of the Lord. Number four, and last today, when you worship, it is like pouring perfume over our Lord Jesus Christ. Like the sacrifices in the Old Testament, our worship rises with the sweet smell of a perfume. One writer said, when we lift our hands in praise and worship, we break spiritual jars of perfume over the Lord Jesus Christ. And the fragrance of our praise fills the entire earth and touches the heart of Jesus. I don't know about you, but I want my worship to touch the heart of Jesus Christ. In John chapter 12, we see a beautiful event happen to Jesus. Jesus has just raised Lazarus from the dead, and he is having dinner in what appears to be the home of Lazarus, whose sisters were Mary and Martha. And here is what happened. John chapter 12, verse 1. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here a dinner was given in Jesus' honor, Martha served, while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Verse 3, Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume, and she poured it on the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put in it. Verse 7, Jesus said, Leave her alone. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. Now to me, Judas represents the religious crowd that never wants to see God move. The frozen chosen, I call them. And anytime something beautiful is happening concerning Jesus Christ, religion always gets its dead feathers ruffled. But notice, Mary, sometimes Jesus has been so good to us that the natural result is worship. Mary falls at the feet of Jesus and pours perfume all over him. When you worship, it's just like what happened with Mary. Our worship goes up just like the beautiful perfume that Mary broke open and poured onto Jesus. And I like to think that sometimes the angels even smell it. The Lord smells it and they know that the saints are worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ. He is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of our praise. As we close today, is your life a life of worship? Do you live a life of repentance and prayer? Repentance means to change the way that you think, 
to turn around and walk towards God and accept his plan of salvation. Repentance means turn around, turn to God, walk towards God, change your way of thinking about God. Oh my, how the church world needs repentance. Do you have peace? Do you have joy? Or do you let your feelings and your emotions rule your life? When you live a lifestyle of worship, your feelings take a back seat and you focus on Jesus and his glory and his goodness and his mercy. Jesus has been so good to us. He gave all that he could give. Right now, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, why don't you break open that perfume box of worship? Why don't you praise him right now? Lord Jesus, we praise you today. We thank you that you have called us to be people of worship, that you have called us to be a people of prayer and praise. And I ask you to challenge every person listening, help them, help their life, and help them to become worshipers. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Inspired Preaching Podcast. We hope you join us next time. And until then, may God's greatest and his best be yours in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you all.